Hi everyone, welcome to this episode of Giving Hope Podcast, where real women share real stories about real life. Um, This episode is special because I decided to record it just on a whim after I actually recorded a podcast with Shyla Goyne for Good Bad Bombs podcast. Go over to her page and check that out. Um, Soon I will be on there. But I wanted to get on here to share my heart about um, stepping out in the will of God for your life. So um, I hope you enjoy this. Uh, There's a lot of little bitty interruptions, but I wanted to make it as real as possible so that you know that it wasn't edited. It was just what the Holy Spirit gave me to share for you. So enjoy. Okay, let's see if I can do this. I am walking on in my neighborhood and I'm going to do a podcast. So I'm going to sound a little bit out of breath and I might get interrupted by you hear sirens in the background. Maybe people saying hello, neighbors talking. That's okay because this is real moms, real world, real life. Every single day, day in, day out. So I'm going to see if I can get that on the next screen and walk without it turning off. Maybe I won't keep talking and it not be on anymore. Well, welcome to the Giving Hope Podcast, everybody. And I just wanted to get on here and just share my heart about a few things. One of them being the conference that's coming up in May. Those of you who would like to join us, um, it's going to be amazing this is something that I dreamed about for, for years and years, but I put on pause. And this is kind of why I wanted to get on here and talk about it, because I know there are many of you who have dreams in your life that you have put on pause. And because you are part of other women's groups or you have friends that are doing things um, and you feel like it's not your time or you don't want to outshine them or who am I to do this, you have put it on pause and... God wants to let you know that it's not up to them, and it honestly isn't up to you um, to do what he has called you to do. He wants you to step out in faith with him, not let other people dictate what your call looks like, the timing of your call, or anything like that. Now, you can put it in your hands and control it, but we all know how that does. We know how that turns out, and it's not always good. So if we actually just sit back and trust his will, his timing, his placement, and his peace, we can do so much with our lives. I just finished recording today um, with Shyla Goyne, the author of Good Bad Moms, and I thought, you know what, I've put this off so long, and uh, she really rekindled a little bit of that inside of me of just going out and just go ahead and step out and talk and say what I needed to say, because... You need to hear it. I have wisdom that needs to be shared, and I want to be able to share it with all of you because I've been there. I've been that woman who has a burning desire in her heart. Here comes a car. <laughs> and, uh, and I've sat on it out of fear, fear of what people are going to say, fear of my own inner dialogue of the things that I've even said to myself placed me in a place of stagnation and kept me from doing what I'm supposed to do. 
And I know from my own personal experience how devastating it is to look back on decades now for me past. I'm 42 years old, or I will be in April, and see so many opportunities missed because I was trapped in fear, because I allowed the opinions of people to dictate what I was doing with my life. Uh, And I had to seek healing from that. I had to ask God to heal those areas in my life so that I wasn't paralyzed anymore of all the shoulda, coulda, wouldas in my life that were keeping me in this place of stagnation. And I say stagnation because um, the Bible clearly talks about how out of from us will flow rivers of living water. Living water will flow from us. Rivers. Rivers. That means they're moving and it's going and it's carrying things. Rivers carry things from one destination to the other. Whether they are boats, whether it's lumber, whether it's food for pollination, for the vegetation at the end of the road, whatever it is, rivers carry things. And it also flushes out areas that need revitalization, that need freshness in it. Stagnant water, pools, puddles, lakes, they don't do anything other than what they're waiting, just sitting and waiting for rain. It doesn't do anything. It might produce something, you know, vegetation might grow, animals might live in it. But honestly, um, and this is just common knowledge, the, the animals that live in lakes aren't as good for you as it would be in fresh flowing water, rivers, streams, oceans, where there's life that is constantly flowing and being stirred up. Same thing goes for your own personal life. Your life will produce something, sure, but is it edible? Is it sustainable? Is it something you truly need to be putting in your body that is actually good for you? God created this as a mirror of how he is in the spirit. He wants us to see with him flows rivers of living water out of you. And if you lean towards him instead of your own understanding, then you will have something that's sustainable, that's edible, that's able to produce life and life-giving environments so that other people can be can flourish and, and grow and live and move and have their being. This is so important. I hope I, my prayer for you through this ministry through this next conference that's coming up is for women to get a hold of the importance of who they are, not waiting and sitting and letting decade after decade pass them by because they're scared that, well, what, what do I have to offer? What do I have to say? You have plenty to say, sister. You have plenty to say. The fact that you're living right now, that you're taking a breath with me, that you're listening to this podcast, that you have ears to hear, that you have a drive or a passion, dreams, visions, Whatever it is, the fact that you have that tells me that you have what it takes to give in and, and, and to teach and to, and to impart into the lives of people around you. Whether it is a, 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 a story of um, overcoming hardships or it's a, of a life that, hey, I've lived in the church all my life. I I don't really have a testimony. Yes, you do. You have a testimony of what it's like to stay close to God. That's a testimony. You can say, listen, parents, if you want to do anything for your kid, keep them close to the body of Christ, a healthy body of Christ, not a body of Christ that teaches um, legalistic laws and doctrines that are man-made that keep women oppressed and keep men 
doing um, repetitive sins, but a true convicting Holy Spirit filled body of Christ, it is important for you to do that. Because what that does is that it raises children that have not known anything but Jesus. And that's what we want. We want a generation that only knows Jesus. We want those generations of Joshua's who whenever the elders pass on, they'll say, I will do it. I will step up and I will take down those walls. I will, I will conquer the land that my forefathers didn't conquer. I will, I will see the call of God um, produced through the life. Now I have some wind blowing and I apologize that we have a storm moving in in East Texas. This is Monday, March 2nd. Um, when I'm recording this, you won't hear this until next week, but, um, yeah, it's kind of gloomy outside and cloudy, but I thought it's a perfect day for a walk. It's nice and cool. It's probably about 70 degrees outside. And I thought, why not? So you might hear a little bit of wind, but bear with me because the point of this message is to tell you that no matter what's going on around you, no matter what season you're in, God can use you. You just have to step out. You have to trust that he'll catch you, that he'll guide you and he'll equip you and he'll give you the words to say. Listen, when I was younger, I, I had a stutter. Um, I had learning disabilities. I did not like school. I failed tons of, tons of classes. I struggled a lot. I was always in remedial classes. I didn't do well. I was boy crazy. I made a lot of poor decisions up until I was probably 19 years old. And then I met my husband. And I struggled. I struggled a lot. I struggled with self-worth. I struggled with my, my understanding of who I was. Um, I struggled with um, racial hatred towards me. I struggled with a lot of things. The church not really being there for me. Um, I struggled. I did. But you know what? What stayed true in my life, what stayed true, what kept me on a path longing for, for, for a better life is, was Jesus was uh, the seed that was planted in me through my parents who were amazing Christian, um, Bible-believing, teaching uh, man, man and woman of God. They imparted the Holy Spirit within me, an understanding of who the Holy Spirit is, to long for more than what the world had to offer. And because I had that seed planted within me, I was able to, even though I saw the situation of you know, you have a stutter, you have um, dyslexia or whatever, learning disabilities, you have, you're not that smart or so the papers say or so public school told me, you know, you're, you're biracial and um, you, people don't like you because of it and all these things because I had the Holy Spirit within me, even though those things were said to me, I didn't take them as truth. So my self-worth wasn't compared to what the world had to say, but my self-worth was compared to what God had to say and what he was saying to me through my parents, through a ton of amazing men and women of God, the truth of God's word that I was ahead and not the tail, that I was above and not beneath. And I had more in me to give and to share because I had a testimony of God's goodness, his grace, his healing power. Man, God healed me over and over again. I'll save that for another podcast, but... Let me just tell you that it doesn't matter what the world tries to throw at you or what the world tries to say about you. What matters is what God says. And he has placed his thumbprint, his fingerprint, his unique blessing on your life, on your life. And I want you to get that. I want you to grasp that, that I don't have this magical um, formula on why I'm able to do what I am able to do. 
All I know is that with God for me, no man can be against me. No man can stand against me. No person's words can come against me. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Because I know who my God is. And my self-worth isn't dictated by the world's standards, but it is, it is raised and is risen from the dead through the blood of Jesus and is seated on the right hand of God with, God, with Jesus as co-heirs of Christ. And that's what you need to get in you. You don't need to be searching after a boyfriend, a new husband. You don't need to be searching after a job. It's not going to fulfill you. I know that's cliche, but this is the truth of the matter. God is your provider. The government's not your provider. God is. God supplies all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. He wants you to trust in him. This is why he rebuked the children of Israel over and over again for craving a king. He's like, why do you need a king when you have the king of kings and lord of lords that goes before you? Where the, just the mention of his name makes nations tremble. That's who we serve. We serve a mighty God. So until you change your thinking, until you change your thought pattern, you won't be able to do and sustain a call of God on your life. You have to think like him. You have to think that, that you serve a miraculous God who's able and who's just to do exceedingly, abundantly, far and above you we've ever hoped or imagined. That's our God. I love the song, the worship song. I'm going uphill now, so I might get a little bit more out of breath. But I love the song, Our God is Greater. Our God is Stronger. Our God is Higher Than Any Other. I love that song. Because what that says is that that God, that God that sits high above, that one day every knee is going to bow and every tongue is going to confess that he is Lord, that God knows my name knows every single hair on my head, has seen everything that has come against me and sees the things that are yet to come. And he made a way. Where I see there's no way, he made a way. And all he asks of me is that I trust him, that I trust his will, that I trust his path. And it might be hard, like walking right now and talking and preaching, it's hard. <laughs> My lungs are like, hey, girl, stop talking. But you know what I have to say? I have to keep going because my body doesn't dictate what I do and what I don't do. Stop speaking death over yourself. Here's some crunchy gravel here for you. Stop speaking death over yourself. Stop telling, telling your body what the world says about your body. Instead, speak of what God says about your body that you can mount up like wings of eagles. You can run and not grow weary. You can go, you can do, you can live and move and have your being the way he's called you and designed you to be. The world didn't call you out. He did into his marvelous light. He did it. God did it. The one who commands the seas, the one who tells the stars where to go. The ones who created mountains that will tremble at his feet. The one who raised the dry land out of the deeps of the waters and separated the waters from the waters. He knows your name. And he calls you beautiful. And he calls you loved. And he calls you purpose. 
and he calls you his. Don't ever forget that. Dear one, sister of God, don't ever forget that. So if you have something on your heart, to whether it's to feed the hung, hungry and the homeless, whatever it is, do it. Step out and trust that he is going to be there with you. Here comes the big truck. Life in the country. I love our garbage guys, our sanitation workers, whatever you want to call them. They're amazing. They're wonderful guys. I always try to bake them cookies. But he did. He called you. And even if it's to be the best kindergarten teacher that you can be, be the best mom you can be, be the best wife, be the best boss, entrepreneur, be the best drive-through attendant, whatever it is, nursery worker, worship leader, pastor, preacher, teacher, it doesn't matter. You don't do and pause your life according to what men say. You go because God told you to. Jesus' last words for us were to go ye therefore and preach the gospel, lay hands on the sick, raise the dead. Do, go, be, and show the world that he is. I am King of kings and Lord of lords. And one day the sky is going to roll back like a scroll and we are going to see our Messiah riding in on a white horse with truth coming from his mouth. And I want to be able to bring as many people as possible. And I want him to say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Come in. This is what it's about. You didn't look at all these people you brought with you. Thank you for passing out the invitations. We're about to party. So go, girl. Go for it. Get it done. We all need to be part of this. Your story, my story, your daughter's story, your son's story, your husband's story. Lift your husband up. Pray for the men in our church. The enemy has been attacking them left and right. And now there's this whole movement of trying to rectify abuses in the church, but we're doing it in such a, a twisted way where we are validating the scripture that tells women to be quiet. We need to stop that. And what we need to do is do what work we were created to be, do and be armor bearers and raise up the men through prayer and love and understanding and forgiveness and help them because they were all once little boys. And a lot of them have had horrendous things done to them. But because of what the world has told them they should be, they feel like they don't even have a voice. And now women in the church are adding to that. And we need to stop that. Healing is meant for all men, just like freedom is meant for all men. We are all meant to be playing in this together as brothers and sisters. It's time for us to rise up. Amen. I love you guys. If you haven't gotten your ticket to the Hope Restored Conference, please go to givinghopeministries.com and buy your ticket. It's going to be phenomenal. God is speaking and moving and you don't want to miss out on it. We're going to bless a lady. On the website, you'll see bless this woman. Please go in there and nominate a woman who needs to be blessed. Someone who's overcome great odds or has been inspirational to you. Tell her story so that we can share her story at the conference. 
we're going to bless one woman, but we would like to tell everybody's story as much as we can throughout the conference, leading up to the one who was actually nominated. And 90% of the proceeds for this conference is going to go to helping this woman, whether it's to pay their bills, whatever it is, whatever God leads for us to do, or whatever her needs are, we're going to try to meet those needs because that's what the church is about. Amen. Love you guys. I'll talk to you later. Hey guys, thank you for listening to this podcast. Don't forget to follow Giving Hope Ministries on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, and go to givinghopeministries.com to purchase your tickets for the conference. And don't forget to nominate a beautiful woman in your life for Bless This Woman um, that will be presented on Saturday, May 9th of the conference. I hope to see y'all there and I will see y'all next week whenever I interview Jillian Lancour, the bold blondie. 